Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Evelina Szczeblewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Welcome to another episode, You Can Be Unstoppable. And today I want to talk about emotions, expressing emotions, feeling emotions, being afraid what we actually feel. Why I want to do this? Because I think there's so many people avoiding what they feel, expressing what they feel, what are the emotions in terms of in their relationship with themselves and with other people. So, so many of us spend a lot of the time during every single day, we use a lot of our energy to avoid how we feel, to deflect, to feel defensive almost towards ourselves and others in terms of feelings and emotions, to express how we feel about something or someone or ourselves towards ourselves. We are so petrified. We are so afraid to be vulnerable in front of ourselves and in front of our people. So we create those coping mechanisms and we invest in them over and over. And let me ask you, if that worked, if that truly brought you the result that you wanted, why do you have to continue to do it while feeling frustrated, disconnected from your authentic self? your emotions and feelings. And I think some of them, most of us and I didn't in the past realize what they actually are because they can range from what would seemingly be non-threatening, simple behavior such as joking, sarcasm, no eye contact, constant apologizing, um, where on a surface well, it doesn't seem like it's actually that harmful to a deeper problems like alcohol or drugs. Living from a neck up, which is basically overthinking, living in a thinking mind, not connecting to our intuition, to our emotion, to our heart, where we overanalyze and think over and over and think about the problem which basically makes the problem bigger or even creating a problem in the first place, 
it can range from over-functioning or under-functioning. It could be binge-watching, Netflix, shopping, people-pleasing, helping others, productive procrastination, which basically means you are very busy but not doing what you're meant to be doing, blaming others. And there's so many different ways we deflect what we feel. We don't want to look at it. And it's quite destructive in a long long-term basis and in a short-term basis as well because we are disconnected from ourselves and from connecting with other people so the relationship with ourselves and with other people is affected because we are not being vulnerable and honest about what we think and feel and I think the first thing that we need to address is they are not bad or good emotions and when we label them I was like oh I cannot feel anger, frustration, envy, jealousy, because they are bad emotions. They are not bad. They are telling us something. So be curious and ask yourself, why am I feeling jealousy? Okay, so I'm jealous because this person um, got the success that I wanted or they got the job that I wanted. Okay, so I feel jealous. What does that say about me, about my state of mind, about my self-esteem, self-worth, the way I love myself? Ask yourself, what's going on in your life? What has been going on in your life? So you feel like this. Where is that emotion coming from? Why do you feel jealous or envy, let's say, or anger, or frustration, sadness, depression? There is a reason why you experience those emotions. And rather than running away from them, lean into them and ask yourself, okay, I feel X, Y, and Z. And other things. When we deflect the emotions, sometimes we don't even know how to label them. The the spectrum of emotions is so wide. And so when you quiet yourself and lean into them, okay, what is the emotion that I'm actually feeling? Label it. And this is really important because, like I said, it affects the relationship with ourselves and others. The most important relationship we can ever have is with ourselves. Everything starts from self, from self. My relationships with others is as good as the relationship with myself. So when we engage in all those strategies that we've created over the years, whether that is the joking, sarcasm, alcohol, uh, procrastination, you name it, what is it for you? Ask yourself, what is your coping strategy, deflective strategy that you use? So when we engage in those strategies, ask yourself, what is your relationship with yourself? Because if your child or your close family did this, would you support the kind of behavior? Would you support them hitting themselves with the very long stick of, I'm just not good enough. And then you feel really bad about yourself. Or they use alcohol to cope with sadness or depression or anger you wouldn't you would want to help them yet we the way we treat ourselves sometimes you wouldn't treat your worst enemy like that yet the way we talk to ourselves sometimes I hear people saying you stupid cow you dumb ass you moron you like I'm telling you that the the way we talk to ourselves is incredible. You wouldn't talk like that to anyone else, yet we accept that self-talk. So 
what does that say about your self-esteem, the way you love yourself, your relationship with yourself, when you accept that kind of language from yourself towards yourself? But you have a choice. You can continue to speak to yourself like this, to engage in those self-destructive, self-protective mechanisms, defensive mechanisms, deflecting those emotions, those coping strategies. Or you can choose a different way of being and you can choose to say, okay, is continuing engaging in all this, in all those coping strategies, support me in creating what I want, in being the way I want, in supporting my body, my relationships, whatever that is that you want? Or is actually leading me further away from my authentic self my dream life, job, business, relationship, wherever that is for you. And so many of us live up in our heads and justifies those coping strategies. We justified, oh, it's not really that bad. It really doesn't hurt me. It's really just the way I am. We live so up in our heads justifying those coping strategies that are very destructive in the long run. When we slow down, and reconnect with ourselves, with our body and what we actually feel, you will see that it's actually hurting you. But going back to the question, why do we do that? Why do we continue engaging in those coping strategies and why do we have them in the first place? When we created them, those behaviors, coping strategies, mechanisms, like you name it, however you want to call them, something happened in our life. Usually the original first coping mechanism that we've created and evolved over the years comes from our early years. So something happened, someone said something to us, someone made feel us something, we um, interpreted something in a certain way, we created certain uh, connections, interpretations, we felt so overwhelmed We didn't know how to cope with what was happening. And in order for us to manage and process the experience, we've created this tool that helped us to navigate what was going on. Usually that is in a form of childhood trauma that comes to emotional or physical neglect, difficult events like divorce, lots of change happening. Or even something seemingly as little as you really wanted something in a shop and your dad was actually quite stressed because maybe he just got fired and he snapped at you and you didn't get your cookie in a shop and it was quite distressing to you because your dad never behaved like that towards you. He was always very loving and caring and here he comes, he snapped up, he uses like just behave we don't have any money or we cannot afford this right now, whatever, as I said, and the emotional distress at the time was so big that you've created a story that you are not worthy or not lovable or not good enough, whatever that is. So now with your adult mind, you said, clearly that was nothing about me at that time. As children, we cannot process it properly because our logical mind is not developed yet. Our brain waves are much slower at that time. So now we say like, oh, but that was nothing. 
however back then it meant something else to you and once we locked onto it we carried that story with us over the years and it gets bigger and bigger and reinforced over the years so when we create those coping strategies tools as children they are there to protect us to punish to feel safe to to cope with what is going on but then because we carry this with us becomes problematic in adulthood because not feeling good enough when you building a business is not very helpful and when that happens and we carry those stories we feel cut off from our authentic true self because we created that story that layer of thought of behavior that becomes our identity and we create those layers over years like an onion as we go through life things happen and create we create more stories and we deepen those stories the meaning of them even further so we've got those layers upon layers upon layers that we've created over years and we are so disconnected from from who we really are because we've got those stories and beliefs and patterns that not they are not really ours or we created them from based upon flawed premises Add to the social expectations and things that you've learned from your social circle, from your parents, from your school and university and people that you were surrounding yourself with over the years. And you've got an identity that it's created over years, but it's not really truly authentic you. And then we feel so disconnected from ourselves because we've got those coping strategies they are further leading us away from who we really are. We use so much of our mental energy to maintain those coping strategies. They prevent us from truly expressing who we are, what we feel, what we want, our feelings, emotions, we do things that we don't really want just because we learned something. We went to university and we learned something, but it's, it's not really what our passion. We would like to do something else. And all of this then create problems with relationships, with the relationship with yourself, because you are disconnected from what you really feel because you are so afraid because it's bringing painful emotions that you've deflected over years and they are not processed creates problems with relationships because you are not truly showing up with your um, let's say husband or wife you're not really emotionally evaluable to them you're not expressing how you feel then you feel resentful because they are not doing what you want them to do I mean and it just snowball effect from there we can create the success that we want because We've got some stories about what success is like and how we're supposed to be successful. We've got so many stories around money and what money means about wealthy people and how they got that wealth. We feel trapped, limited, not able to reach our true potential. We feel so frustrated because it's not who we really are, yet we continue to be that way because we don't know how. 
to change this because we've invested so much into this identity over the years. So we've got this self-destructive behavior that we've created and we don't know how to stop it. And as we go further down and further down and further now, as we invest more and more into this behavior, it seems on a surface that it's just harder to change. And that's a story in itself. That thought, that story, that change is hard. What if it's easy? What if it's easy to express how you feel and what you feel and what you want? And another layer to all of this, ignoring what you feel is actually really bad for you on a health level. Every emotion has a chemical reaction going on through the border and not expressing what you feel, it's not good for you. It can create stress and anxiety and depression can be a byproduct of not expressing what you feel and then anger, frustration, you name it. And other thing, when we avoid expressing and feeling and witnessing ourselves what we feel can mean that we are actually ruled by our emotions. So when we're not really aware of where those triggers coming from, where those emotions come from, what we actually avoid, they rule us from from the subconscious mind because everything that we experience, all the emotions are stored in our body, in our subconscious mind. When we're not working on ourselves to become aware and present, they rule us. And then we, you let's say you've got a problem with an anger and you've got a trigger again and you just flew off the handle with your anger and you're like oh my god I did it again and then you feel angry at yourself and frustrated frustrated because it's not how you want to be and you work on this but yet again you didn't control yourself because the emotions were more powerful than you are and you we are an emotional human beings and in a battle between emotions and logic emotions always win Always. So you can, if you are not present and aware, emotions always win. Also, there is a study in neuroscience that says that the more we hide away from what we feel, from that internal conflict, we're not working on ourselves, the more anxious we feel. So there's something for you to ponder, to think about it. And emotions are not under our conscious control that in our subconscious so we need to work on subconscious level on ourselves to express and feel what is there to be expressed and felt because when we learn how we can tune into our emotions when we learn how to slow down tune in recognize name what is that we feel let the emotion to run its course, process the emotion and then release in a healthy way. So obviously I'm not asking you to drone yourself in emotions weeks on end because that's not healthy either. However, what I am saying is to slow down, recognize what is that you feel, ask yourself, why am I feeling this? What is this emotion trying to tell me? Allow the emotion to run its course. Cry, be angry, whatever that is. 
process it and release it in a healthy way. And you need to find what is that for you? What is the healthy way for you? And practice self-compassion along the way. You haven't been expressing your emotion for many years. It's not going to be a walk in a park on day one. Well, maybe, maybe it will be. You never know. But if it's not, practice self-compassion. Work on it. It's going to get easier as you practice. And bear in mind, avoiding emotions is a learned behavior. You've learned it. And I know really what I'm talking about because there was my way of dealing with life. I learned how to avoid what I feel at the very early age of about eight. So my grandma died at eight and I didn't really get on with my mother at that time. And I learned how to avoid what I felt because if I don't feel, no one can hurt me. No one can get into me. And I was, Mrs. Don't touch me for a very long time. And that is not a healthy way of being, but that was a coping strategy. I am very kinesthetic. I, I love, I love being close to people. I love hugging, being touched. Yet the irony is that I avoided the, like a barge ball when I was young. And even in my early 20s, I didn't know how. I really didn't know how to be close to other people. I had to learn this. I had to learn to face my emotions. Because not expressing and not looking at what I felt, it seemed like a good way to be. But when we do this, we cut off ourselves from all emotions. All of them. We cannot selectively cut off sadness, anger, depression. It just doesn't work that way. When we withhold the emotions, when we don't want to look at them, when we avoid expressing what we feel, and that could be in fear of rocking the boat, and that was me in the past. I didn't want to say what I felt because I didn't want to rock the boat, but that meant I actually felt angry and frustrated because I wasn't getting what I needed. It's not healthy. Being vulnerable is a practice. Being able to express what you feel is a practice. You've practiced not being like that for many years. So it's going to take a practice to learn. We need to feel and experience the emotions that go with the stories that we've got. We need to do this in order to heal the mind. Continue to... Keep them in the shadows. It's not going to help you to create what you want. So I hope this episode helped you. It's not an easy process. It wasn't easy for me. It took me a long time to learn and I'm still learning. But if you are struggling with expressing what you feel, if those emotions continue to rule your life from the shadows of the unconscious mind. Your relationship with yourself is not healthy with others. You've got problem with anger, frustration. Your business is not where you want it to be because you are over-functioning 
up in your head and you don't know how to slow down to actually be present in your life and create what you want, then book a call with me and we can see where you are at and where you would like to go and we can start shifting your perspectives because if nothing changes, if you don't change, nothing will change. You will continue your life the way it is. I hope that helped you. I love this episode because it's so close to me in my heart. And I see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help all the people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find the link in the description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.